You see my tiny little notepad right here? Today is a big deal. We're talking about how to change your ball contact for the better. Today might sound more like a rant than a podcast, and if you're here for it, I'm here for it because I think chunking the golf ball is frankly unacceptable. Having poor contact is unacceptable. Having contact is a precursor prior to direction. So many of you want to hit the golf ball straight, but hitting the golf ball straight doesn't really matter if you create shit contact. So you need to be able to create ball first contact when your ball is on the ground, which is most of golf, 90% of golf. You need to have the tools and you need to make some decisions that are going to help you create better contact all the time. I want you to walk away from this podcast today and say, I am never going to chunk the golf ball again. It's not going to happen. It's a decision. It's a line in the sand. And you're going to leave today with the tools to make sure that happens. My name is Tim Connor. I'm your host. I typically record a podcast. Today might be a rant, just typically talking about golf. I see so many people that chunk the golf ball. I'm just like, I'm fed up to here with it. And I've watched a lot of these people convert but it's taken some strong leadership, as Dwight Schrute would say from the office. It's taken strong leadership. It's taking, because a lot of these people have the tools, but what they didn't do is make the decision and really commit to swinging differently. So I want to talk about all those steps today and how to make that happen for you. First of all, let's start with hitting and how you should hit the golf ball. When your ball is on the ground, we want to, our club to come from above. We want it to hit the ball, and then we want to hit the ground in front of the golf ball. Our swing should work on a downward arc to the back of that golf ball when your ball is on the ground. If you elevate that ball on a tee and you're hitting driver, that changes. Now we're swinging more on an upstroke. But for today, let's talk about contact on the ground because it's so important. It's so much of golf. And like I mentioned earlier, contact is a precursor to direction. You're getting false readings on direction if your contact is shit. So let's do it. This is a three-step deal that will be all the tools, I promise all the tools you will need to create better contact. And then from that point, it's about installing those tools, understanding those tools and making that decision. So the first thing is your ball position. Now the ball position I like and prefer for most people is four to six inches inside the lead heel. We measure off the lead heel and then the stance width changes based on the club you're using. If you're someone that's chunking the golf ball, move that ball back in your stance. You're allowed to move it back until you A, either create ball first contact or B, get all the way to the inside of your right heel or your trail heel. You can go as far back as your trail heel. All right, we measure off the heel. If you're still not creating ball first contact, a lot of times it's because your brain has this connection that you have learned to make the ball go airborne by hitting the ground first chunking it, making the ball go airborne. That's a version of making the ball go airborne, but it's not going to provide the best results. It's not going to provide the best ball flight, and it's not going to provide predictability over the long haul. You can move your ball back. That's cool. That's a positive step. Prior to all this, I want you to say, hey, I'm never going to chunk the golf ball again because you're going to have the tools to be able to do that. So, so much of it is a mental decision. Don't accept chunking the golf ball as a golf shot that you can even play golf with. Don't accept it. Just move forward, move past that, make a decision, get to work. Move the golf ball back in your stance, okay? Move it back all the way to the inside of that heel. From that point, I want you to focus up on your lower body and shifting your weight. Having a weight shift towards the target 
is going to allow you to hit the ground more in front of the golf ball. Now, I want you to disregard everything you've read or whatever about shifting to the trail leg, the right leg for most right-handed golfers. If I make examples in this video, I'm speaking to the right-handed golfer just for ease of purpose. You can always flip-flop that if you're thinking, if you're a lefty or whatever. So trail foot, right foot, forget about it. If you're a chunker of the golf ball, a chunker, if you're a chunker, you stop shifting your weight to the right side. You start loading your weight more to the left side. You commit to having a more left-sided swing and a shift through that left side to get you onto your left side so you have no choice but to create ball-first contact. That's a big deal. Okay, now, so often what happens here is a player is like, oh, I'm shifting my weight. And yeah, that's true, but they're overshifting their weight and often they're sliding or swaying away from the target. And swaying away from the target makes it harder to create ball-first contact. It creates, it makes it a lot easier to swing up on the ball, not down on the ball. So many of you don't know it, but you overshift. You just do. Another micro cue, this is something that you can cue in on, have a player in your group take slow motion video of your feet. When you swing back into the backswing, does your right ankle roll slightly outside of your right foot? It's We want to be on the inside of our trail foot, and if we see any of this roll to the outside, you've overshifted. It is so common, so much more common than you would ever guess or think because players hear that they should shift to their rear foot and they interpret that language by overshifting to the rear foot. It's, it's just really, really common. So what are we gonna feel at the top? We're gonna feel more weight on our lead side, our target side, as much as you need. Even if you need to go to 90% on the lead side, you're gonna do, at this point, you're gonna do whatever you need to do to create ball first contact. And no compromises here because we can't play golf with poor contact. We can't have a predictable ball flight with poor contact. Make the decision, move forward. Now, right now, we're gonna even force feed that change even more by having a shift through to our lead side when we come through into that finish. This is the final piece of our, our we're gonna call this like our three-step program. We're gonna call this our three-step program. Maybe this is a program that I'll make a digital version of later and sell or something like that. I don't care to, I don't, I shouldn't say I don't care. I want this information to be out into the world and maybe later, maybe I'll make a more polished back end to sell or something like that. Uh, what matters to me is that you have the tools. Those tools will always be free to you through me. I'm not hiding anything behind a paywall. I want you to, to know and understand and then if you need more past that, maybe you go to some accessory coaching that could be through your local golf pro, that could be through your local golf coach, or maybe it's through a digital product that I will drop later, something like that. This is a massive problem and more people need the tools to, to work through it. So the final piece here is we're going to shift through. We're going to shift through really, really hard. This is the old, I believe it was the Gary Player thing where he would say, shift through, step through, walk through your shot. All right, so when you finish, you really want to push your midsection out in front of you. You want to push your belly forward. You want to engage your glutes at that point because those you're really going to be stabilizing your midline and pushing your hips out in front of the shop. Now, because of lateral force or lateral energy, because of sideways lateral energy, you want to have forward momentum towards the target. And it is totally okay to take a step or two through the shop. I want you to... 
exaggerate as much as you need to to create that kind of hitting situation that we want to. So at this point, we are ball back in our stance, weight forward at the top of our golf swing, extreme weight shift towards the target in the, in the finish to the point that you can even step through the shot to get to where you need to be. And more important than all that is making the decision to say, hey, I'm done with this, chunking the golf ball. And when I say chunking, thinning the golf ball can also be from the same problem. People that thin the golf ball tend to bottom out early with their swing arc, and then it's either a chunk or a thin. So potentially you thin it because you have the same problem as a person who chunks it, all right? But you're gonna make the decision to create better contact. You're gonna move the ball back in your stance. You're gonna exaggerate having your weight more forward through your backswing. And then you're really gonna exaggerate how much you shift and push through that shot. So far as stepping through that shot. I promise with all of these tools, you can create ball first contact. There are things that you can refine after that. I would like, uh, okay, so let's talk about the backside of that. Let's say you get to a point where you're confidently creating good contact eight or nine times out of 10. Then I would like you to slowly bring the ball back forward in your stance. I would like you to eventually get back to that four to six inches inside the lead heel. But it doesn't matter to have a great ball position with poor contact. We want great contact and then we can work back to having a more proper ball position. And the benefits to proper ball position is one, it's gonna be a little more neutral for your swing path. Two, you're gonna be able to hit the golf ball higher because there's gonna be more loft at that stage of your golf swing. And um, it's just kind of that good neutral medium spot that we would want to play from all day. Now, the ball position back in your stance, you can totally play golf with that because what matters more than direction? Contact. Your contact matters, and then you can dial in your direction. And having these kind of systematic steps is the way to, to really learn and own stuff. You don't want to be guessing. You don't want to be trying new stuff every day. You want to decide what your problem is. And then you want to work through fixing that problem or even a better word than problem is opportunity. Your opportunity to play better golf is X. And for many of you, it's contact. So walk away from this podcast today, make a decision to make better contact moving forward. You have three steps that you can use to create better contact. These are all tools. Use as much of every ingredient as you need to create ball first contact. Confidently create ball first contact and then circle back to moving that ball back to being more forward in your stance. All right, you guys, this is a big deal. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel or subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching now. Leave this thing a review wherever you're listening to it. That matters more than you know. I just want to reach golfers, help golfers, and make sure they have great information. And um, I will catch you back here same time, same place next week. He's crazy, man.